I've had the fortune of meeting a lot of you guys at B2B SaaS conferences all around the world. And one of my favorites is coming up in New York City, June 4th to 5th. That is SaaStock East Coast. Now, it's my favorite, and I can say that because I'm getting asked to speak at almost every major SaaS conference because my data set is so large. Nobody has anything like it. And the reason SaaStock is my favorite is because it's the most curated. It's a large group of extremely intelligent individuals. In fact, many CEOs I've had on the show will be at SaaS Stock East Coast on June 4th through 5th in New York, including many you guys have heard of, like Rajit Thomas, CEO and founder of Sprinkler, Daniel, CEO of Greenhouse, and Stacey Bishop, partner at Scale Venture Partners. So I hope to see you guys there. If you decide to come, I will get coffee with you and I can get you guys a great discount, I think, as well. You can check it out at this link, nathanlacka.com forward slash East. SAS, S-A-A-S-T-O-C-K, East. And then use code LATKA-20 to get a 20% discount. That's L-A-T-K-A hyphen two zero. L-A-T-K-A hyphen two zero. And then shoot me a text if you decide to come so we can get coffee, 703-431-2709. I hope to see you guys there. She would have loved to kind of learn how to take things a little easier when she was younger. Having success now with our new company launched in 2008. Uh, Genu, seven people in remote locations all around the country. She really wanted to scale down and help the small business owner. She's done that, serving 500 of them today. She's bootstrapped, doing about 85 grand per month in revenue. That's up from 60 grand per month just about 12 months ago. So healthy growth, less than 5% logo churn per month. She's willing to spend up to first year contract value on acquisition. So about 2,000 bucks if she has to on acquiring and onboarding and supporting that customer. And then obviously payback there is 12 months. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everybody. Good morning. My guest today is Kim Albee. She's the founder and president of a company called GNU. Their products and services over-deliver what entrepreneurs, small and mid-sized businesses need to attract leads and grow new customers. Through a comprehensive software as a service offering and right-sized professional service offerings, their customers compete and win. The product, again, is in the all-in-one marketing and automation space. Kim, are you ready to take us to the top? Sure. All right. Tell us about GNU. What do you guys do and how do you make money? Well, Janu, what we do is we provide uh, marketing automation, email marketing solutions um, in both the small and mid-sized business and the and the micro business or the entrepreneurial space. So we have deep integration with WordPress, which allows us to have a very extensible stack of technology, if you will, that allows people to get almost anything they need to get done done. Um, and we make the integration really easy, so our customers don't have to bang their head against the wall trying to get their technology to work. Um, and what we saw was a big need in the marketplace for that, for both existing small and mid-sized businesses and then those new startup businesses. 
um, at a price point they could afford. So that's what we created. If it's if you're working with these new startups, I assume that you know you're a kind of a high volume, low price point kind of model. H- how low? What's the average average revenue? Maybe average customer pay you per month. Um, well, if they an average customer per month probably pays us around $170 a month, I would say. But on the lower end, you can get started for as low as $55 a month. If you're just inbound leads, you just want to generate your, you know, build your leads, build your list. Um, and if you don't do any e-commerce or you don't have any complex things like uh, need for integrations and things, well, then it's a lot lower. That's great. And what, when did you launch the company? What year? We launched Janu in 2008. 2000, a heck of a year to launch a company. What happened? I know. I, I I seem to hit the mark on those ones every time there's a downturn. Time to start a new company. Um, Were you laid off or something? I mean, what drove you to start it then? No, I had another business going on then. And um, I could finally, I always wanted to reach that small market. And I my first company, I could get to the mid to large, but I couldn't figure out how to scale it down. And that was when, you know, in the early 2000s, SaaS didn't even exist. And so there was this whole kind of movement to move to more of an of a, of a hosted uh, sort of solution. So what I saw is in 2007, about the end of the year, I had this aha moment where I was like, oh my God, that's how we can do it. That's how we can get to the smaller end of the market. Um, and so I took that to my developers. We talked about it and we started work. And six months later, we launched into our beta. That's great. And what have you scaled to today in terms of total customers? Our total customers number probably just under 500. Okay. So we're smaller in that sense, but that's because we take uh, an approach of not just wanting to sell software, but also make sure that our customers are successful. Yeah, no, that's great. And and can we kind of back into revenue here? 500 customers at 170 puts you about 85 grand a month, something like that. Yeah, we kind of keep that close to the vest. So well, just just be clear. Yeah, Kim, just to be clear, I'm just multiplying numbers you gave me. So are any of the numbers you gave me wrong? You can, you can, you can do that. You can cuss, you can multiply them out. Okay, great. I just want to make sure those two numbers you gave me were accurate. 170 price point on average and about 500 customers. Mm-hmm. Great. And where have you driven most of that growth from? Where have you gotten these customers from? Well, we have a really good niche in the continuing ed market. We also have a very good growing, uh, faster growing niche in the entrepreneur space. We've gotten some very good partners and almost all of our growth has happened through partnership relationships. So in the continuing ed space, we're integrated with one of the leading uh, uh, continuing ed registration software. Put a face to that. What do you mean by that? Can you name the company? Augusoft. Augusoft is the company. Um, And so we work with them. They're the number one continuing ed registration software company for continuing education, non-credit side. And we're integrated right with their solutions. So we're the marketing arm of what they offer their customers. So, we work with their customers and we've built quite a good niche there and really, really good results for the customers that we have in the continuing ed space. And then we have partnerships on the entrepreneurial side of things, um, mostly with people who offer solutions like, you know, how to build a course, how can, to can do you name, Can you name a few? Sure. Success Road Academy okay. is one that we have a partnership with. We also have um, partnerships that we're building with others as well. Um, mostly in trial stage, uh, but we're looking at a good partnership with Bowen College, for instance. Mm-hmm. And what would what, so so Bowen College walk me through? So they have a bunch of students. They're going to drive students to sign up for you when they graduate if they want to start their own company. Nope, they work with health practitioners. So they work with um, chiropractors, you know, holistic health practitioners, and they teach them how to market their business. I see. So they'll sell through your product. Exactly. Interesting. Okay, very good. And do you pay, I mean, is this an affiliate arrangement? Do you pay them 30% of, of monthly subscriptions or what? 
we work that out individually with them depending on how they work with us. So if they just promote us, right, then it would be an affiliate relationship. If they bundle us into say their high end offer, their high end mastermind program, whatever, then we work out, you know, how that works. So that's a one-on-one conversation. And, and Kim, have you bootstrapped this company or have you raised capital? We bootstrapped it. Oh, I love so that. I'm, I'm the only owner hundred percent and we're profitable. That's great. And what's the team size today? We have seven people on our staff. All up there in Minneapolis or Minnesota? Nope. All around the world, actually. Okay. So we've got, yeah. So I'm. there's only a couple of us here in Minneapolis. That's great. So profitable. And now have you ever considered raising capital? Is that something you would do or no? Um, we have. It's just that I would rather focus on growing the business and working with our customers than I would trying to make a full-time job out of going out and trying to raise money. Yeah. You think, it, you think that'd be tough? Um, I don't know. I've, I tried really, really early on. And then I thought, I'm just going to grow the business. Um, and so that's what we've done. Yep. Yep. What did, when you tried early on, you're talking back in 2008, you tried to raise? Actually earlier than that with my original company. Um, and basically, uh, it's a tough, it's a tough gambit. Um, and if I can bootstrap this without raising money, then I have a lot, a, a different possibility in terms of really growing the business, but in terms of what's possible. So I have a lot of people who've taken money and that kind of creates a certain reality for you. Yep. So that's one of the things where if I can bootstrap it and we're profitable today, we may be smaller than some of our competitors, but we're growing. We don't have the churn that our competitors have. We have one of the number one inbox delivery rates in the industry and we're completely woman owned. What is your churn? Our churn is less than, so like people who stay with us, stay with us for many years. So it's not the churn that's really high. So the marketing and automation industry has a very, very high churn rate where a lot of marketing automation, I don't know the exact number, but a lot of marketing automation companies, um, they may their sales teams may hit their numbers, but they don't hit their growth goals because they're basically staying even revenue-wise. Yeah. Their sales team's working, but they're also having the drop-off on the other side. But, but so Kim, like, let's say this month you have, uh, I'm going to make this 100 customers. Next month, if you add no new customers, how many customers do, do you lose? Is it five? So you have 5% churn? Well, what is it? It's less than five. Okay, it's less than 5%. Yeah. Okay. That's great. And, um, and so that's where you kind of back into your lifetime value. So, I mean, look, if it's less than 5% and we do kind of one divided by 0.05, that would put your months uh, in terms of lifetime value at 20 months. I mean, it sounds like though you're projecting a little longer than that. You use the word years. Yes. I, I would say that for the most part, we keep customers, they either churn out super fast or we have them for maybe five to seven years Okay, and some okay. of them longer. Some of them we've had for almost 10 years. Literally, they started with us when we started the company. We still have them. That's great. So it just depends, but it's very low. That's great. And walk me through growth rate today. So today, let's say you're call it around 80, 85 grand a month. Where were you a year ago? Um, a year ago, we were probably around 60. Okay, so healthy growth considering you're bootstrapping. That's great. And most of that growth, again, still coming through partnerships mostly? Yes. And there's, there's inbound. I mean, there's, there's some inbound, but mostly it's partnerships. We do a couple of, um, conferences, but we do them on the kind of the down low. Um, we don't really have booths and stuff at conferences, but we make a lot there. And then we do a lot of networking. So things like business network international gets us to a lot of small businesses, um, things like that. So those are the things that we participate in. And do you calculate your, your CAC? What does it cost you to acquire one of these new $170 a month customers? Um, 
It depends. So it ranges and we try and keep it as low as possible. Uh, mostly we, I would say where we are given our support model and getting and things like that, we're maybe close to break even um, on their first year. Okay. And then we hit, we start making money on them in years two, three, four, like that. Cool. So if you have a 12 month payback period there, which is kind of what you just said, uh, and it's 170 bucks a month times that 12 months, it sounds like you'd be willing to spend up to two grand to acquire that new customer if you needed to. If we needed to, but there's also the support on the onboarding side that also goes into that calculation. Oh yeah. Sorry. I should say that's fully weighted. That includes the salary, the support team, all that jazz. Exactly. Yeah. Very good. Very, very good. Okay. Um, where, where do you get your next 500 customers from? Where's growth going to come from in the future? Uh, growth in the future, I think, will be continuing to scale some of our partnerships um, and really looking at specific niches in the marketplace um, that we think we can exploit well. So we've had a really good ramp up of the continuing ed world, and I think we can double that um, year over year in the next few years, um, which will be very, very nice. Um, and I think that in the entrepreneurial space, we'll be able to scale that. It'll be on the smaller side. But I think we can scale that. And then on the services side, I think done for you services is actually becoming um, something that people actually want to invest in. And it depends what kind of company, but those done for you services that get results for people on the small side where they don't really have a marketing team and things like that, those end up doing really, really well for us. And just to be clear, the 85 grand per month you're doing now or the 170 average price point you quoted me earlier, that's pure SaaS. There's no professional services layered on that, right? Um, right. On okay. that, there's not. And then, and then professional services are over and above that. Yeah. 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 So walk me through, I mean, small businesses, professional service, you know, professional services, obviously they're low margin, but if you can use them and also, you know, drive stickiness and, and, and drive activation, sometimes they can make sense. So give me a sense of, give me, you know, pitch me on something. What's something you would typically maybe sell a new user that you think would help them? Um, well, basically what we do is we do a done for you, done with you, do it yourself model. So they want to get up into market quickly. They don't want to sit there and figure out, you know, how do I put my first funnels together? How do I do all that? So on the entrepreneurial side, they want to start growing their list. They need to do uh, list building. They want to have a free offer. They need to put that funnel together. If they're also going to then be doing a course or whatever it is they're going to sell, they need to get that together. But then are they going to deliver it on a webinar? Well, then we can go right from a free gift list building right into a webinar offer right into their course and membership site with their e-commerce and everything. So we could get all of that set up and get them operational literally in weeks. So they're now operational, they're running their business. Then we can start working with them around how to make the edits, make the mods, come on board that way. They can start doing more things themselves, but we still have full support for them. And then over time, by the end of the year, so it's a one-year program. Yep end of the year, they then can say, okay, here's how much I really want to use you. And we can right size. What, what, whatever Kim, what would that cost that me? Um, depends on what you're doing, but it starts at $8,000 a year. Okay. Got it. So it might be eight grand a year to do this. Some of the professional services on top of the $170 a month software fee. Correct. I see. If someone offered you today, 2 million bucks to buy the company, would you sell it? No, you wouldn't sell it. That's what would that no. be? That's like two X revenue. No, I know two X revenue. I've been talking to people in the industry that say that SaaS could get anywhere from uh, from five to ten x revenue. Well, hugely dependent on the sector and the space and churn and things and growth, especially as well. But interesting. So two million wouldn't make a you're you're one hundred percent. I mean, what's interesting right now is I'm having a lot of fun and and we're really. Can you want to have fun with one point four million after tax in your bank account? That wouldn't be fun for you. 
It would be fun, but then I've got to figure out something else to do. I'm still pretty young. (laughs) Very good. Let's wrap up, Kim, with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? My favorite business book is, um, oh crap, it went right out of my head. That's okay. What's the last one you read? Do you remember? I read, I read tons of them all the time. Um, but there's one that there's one in particular that I just started reading that a friend of mine is reading that I love. And who's the author? What's the cover look like? It's a, it's a book on leadership actually. Okay. All right. Um, Well, well, if you find it, email it to me. Number two here, is, (laughs) is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? A CEO? No. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your business besides your own? The online tool for building my business um, would be Facebook. Number f- uh, four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? About six. Okay. And what's your situation, Kim? Married, single, kiddos? Partnered. Partnered. Any kiddos or no? Only furry ones. Furry? How many furry ones? I have a dog and a cat. Oh, that's great. And do you mind me asking about how old you are? Um. Every woman would mind you asking about how old we are. No, you'd be shocked. Almost uh, Most of them, I would say about 90% say it. Here's the reason I ask. I want you to take me back to your 20-year-old self. What do you wish that she knew? Oh, got it. Um, I wish she knew uh, better how to, how to take things a little bit more easy. Guys, there you have it from Gim. She would have loved to kind of learn how to take things a little easier when she was younger. Having success now with our new company launched in 2008. Uh, G knew seven people in remote locations all around the country. She really wanted to scale down and help the small business owner. She's done that, serving 500 of them today. She's bootstrapped, doing about 85 grand per month in revenue. That's up from 60 grand per month just about 12 months ago. So healthy growth, less than 5% logo churn per month. She's willing to spend up to first year contract value on acquisition. So about 2000 bucks if she has to on acquiring and onboarding and supporting that customer. And then obviously payback there is 12 months. All right, Kim, thank you so much for taking us to the top. All right. Thank you so much.